History Month, you know. Right now, the reactionaries, those who have committed monstrous, dehumanized, dehumanizing acts of criminality against our people, now want to um, hide the monstrousness of what they've done, you know, because they know that uh, focus on this and analysis of this will bring forth resistance and opposition, you know. So it's very, very important that we control the education of our kids. Right now, teachers are fearful of uh, what, what they should say during Black History Month because they fear they're losing their jobs. The system is, is coming at them because of pressure from the bloodsuckers, you know? Um, and indeed, the past has been a horrendous past, you know? Uh, one that, uh, when we are aware of it, you know, will make us want to fight back, will make children want to fight back. I'm gonna read a little something uh, about a book that someone wrote about the law of the jungle. You know, the law of the jungle, you know, uh, heartlessness, killing, you understand, uh, 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 predators preying on prey, you understand, uh, 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 bloodthirsty, you know, and this is what, this is what our history has been, it's been a, a blood-drenched history, you know, with fingerprints leading right up to these blood suckers today. Their fingerprints are all over the world, you know. So there's a book written about, about this system by someone called Upton Sinclair, a, uh, a, a socialist, talking about the dehumanizing effects of capitalism. I'm going to read uh, 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 something about the theme of that book. The name of the book is The Jungle. The jungle portrays the many vices and injustices that result from capitalism, including horrific working conditions, child labor, political corruption, prostitution, drinking, cheating, and crime. Throughout the book, capitalism has a dehumanizing effect, turning men into animals or machines to be used for profit. So this is what happened to us uh, through a dehumanizing effect. Um, the oppressor saw us as animals, beasts of burdens, you know, no more dignity than a mule or a cow or a horse, you know, to be used, you know, and to uh, uh, obtain this objective of dehumanizing us, they use violence, you know, uh, violence was their main tool, terrorism, torture, you understand, uh, disrespect, and uh, some of our people, you know, became uh, weakened by that. But the value of our political prisoners was that in spite of all this, they stood up, you understand, and they maintained their humanity. You know, the beast wanted to uh, uh, make us inhuman, you know, uh, you know, to treat us like a dog, you know. But uh, there was rebels among us who maintain their humanity, their, uh, their, their, their honor, their respect, you know, and, uh, you know, would not allow themselves to succumb and see the enemy as a model 
to follow after. You know, another thing in, in, in terms of preventing crime among our brothers and sisters, you know, is to, uh, you know, show the evil nature of crime. You know, one thing that happens when uh, our people look at the enemy and see the enemy has amassed a great wealth, you know, some will be fooled into thinking that uh, the way that the enemy went, went about that is the path to take, you know. So um, the result is crime, you know. So we have a problem of crime in our, in our, in our cities, in our communities, uh, you know, based on a criminal culture. Uh, the, a culture is a, a part of the superstructure of the infrastructure of, of, of the system, of the, uh, of the money-making system. So in this culture, money now becomes a god, an idol, you know, something um, which pro, uh, uh, demands us to commit, uh, commit heinous acts, to rob our own mother, to, 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 to sell our brothers out. You know, as the OJ said in the record, for the love of money, for the love of money, a man will, will sell his own mother, will rob his own brother, you know, so that's me. That's that's Americanism. You know, being American. One thing about our people out here who are murdering one another—they're Americans. You know, uh, they are taking on the culture, this culture, uh, to think that the way to get over is to have no concern about the harm, you know, of others, of your brothers and sisters. You know, uh, and so we have these this this this, this problem, you know, of uh, criminality and uh, gun violence against our people, yes. you know, and part of the history um, that uh, we need to be aware of, that these centers, these, these, these inner cities, you know, were centers, were, were, were a core of vice and prostitution and immorality, places like New Orleans, you know, yes. the very, very, uh, uh, called Sin City, Las Vegas, you know, New York, St. Louis, you know, these inner cities, you know, where, where criminality and vice and, um, you know, this uh, predatory uh, type of existence, you understand, was glamorized. You know, it is said, someone gave an example of how uh, that a prey, which is to be eaten, will look at the predator, look at the predator, the predator looks all beautiful and yeah. the uh, prey will be hypnotized, looking at the predator, looking at the snake. You know, the snake is about to eat you. But, you know, because of awe and fascination of the enemy, you understand, one is, is petrified, you understand, is paralyzed and can't do nothing, you understand, can't fight back, and the enemy eats them. You dig? That's a, 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 a parable in terms of, you know, what this system has done to us. So, uh, you know, political prisoners, um, and uh, political, uh, 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 political consciousness of people who have used history as a weapon. I've, I've yeah. been around brothers in, in the penitentiary who have used history as a, we a weapon to change their lives, you know. And so we need to use our history as a weapon to prevent our kids, you understand, from going down this wrong path, you understand, uh, for the benefit of the community. Absolutely, and I think that this idea that you just evaluated on this uh, predatorial idea that the capitalist has is an idea that the political prisoner fought against. 
because the political prisoner said that if I don't do anything about this, then I am just as guilty as the one who initiated this idea because I am causing more harm to my people than um should be have should be done in the first place. And this is why it's very important that whenever we talk about anything that's occurring, uh, past, present, or future, we have to look at the political prisoner, even the future political prisoners, because this, as it was told to me, that um. You know, we have to be concerned about political prisoners because at any time you might be one. And you being a political prisoner, you understand what that means. Because you was out there in the front line, you were um, struggling to organize people. In fact, you did organize people. And then that pressure came on because now you pose a threat, right? Anybody who is in power, once they understand that the people who they get their power from, because let us be honest, right? And let us be specific. Um, this uh, parasitic system understands that it has to uh, exploit the people. It has to exploit the working class in order for it to be uh, powerful. So if uh, there's a group within this working class that raises their consciousness, then the whole system is going to change around. Because once people are um, conscious, they decide that they have to do something. Either they do something now or their future is not looking good. Right. What Marcus Garvey said, he said, um, you know, when organizing the people uh, fail to organize the people, conditions will. Conditions will right. Yeah. So now the, the conditions happen a certain way and people make a, a decisive decision about what they have to do for food, clothing and shelter, because these things are not guaranteed to them. Right. We are we under, we live in a society that says that these are not human rights. The political prisoners understand that these are human rights and they're worth fighting for. So the political prisoners take a position and because of their position, then they're in their current state, which is uh, the penitentiary. And this is why we have to organize to get, bring them home. It's going to need we need everything we can do. If you can donate, donate uh, is my cash app is um, dollar sign to and Kofa. You know, I'm going to give you a receipt about what's being done with the money. So you know that we're not running no scam. Um, you know, our name is very important. And that's why we want to give you as much as much information as possible regarding the type of work that we're doing. If you happen to live in uh, South Jamaica, Queens, understand that Brother Kamal Siddiqui, he had the birthday coming up. Uh, matter of fact, speak about uh, Kamal Siddiqui and the work that was that their, their, their organization was doing um, regarding at the time that he was in the um, Black Panther Party when they had the office on um, a 107 and uh, for, it was New York uh, Boulevard at the time, but now it's currently God, um, God Brewer. Just speak to that uh, history about the Panthers and what it was going on in one place was going on in another place in terms mm -hmm. of uh, providing free breakfast program. Yeah, free breakfast. Also, uh, you know, providing a political education, uh, you know, being a, a moral example, you know, uh, leading people from, um, uh, uh, you know, possibly getting uh, caught up in a life of, of, of criminality to productivity, uh, leading our people to resist, to uh, make our people understand they had power. You know, one thing the enemy wants to do is to make you feel that you're powerless, to make you feel like you're hopeless and helpless. You know, uh, people uh, often talk about the slave owner and the slave master, but uh, the most heinous in the, in the system was the slave breaker, the one that broke the spirit of, of, of the black man, you know, it made the black man feel there was nothing he could do to fight back, you know, through terrorism, you know, 
torture, you know, uh, inflicting pain. You understand? This was the most heinous aspect of the slave system, the one that broke the spirit. You know, so one thing that the political prisoners and the revolutionaries did was that they gave a spirit to the people. You know, they <clears throat> they increased the, the spirit of resistance, the belief that we can win, the confidence. You understand? Uh, the uh, belief in our humanity, you understand, the, the, the recognition of our humanity, the fight for our human rights. We have human rights, you think, food, clothing, and shelter, Absolutely. education, medicine. Absolutely. We have these human rights, you Speak know. Speak to prove the power, when they want you, when, when the enemy wants you to think that you are subhuman, you know, then if you go for this con game, you know, you ain't going to fight for nothing. You ain't going to have no fight in you whatsoever, you know. So, um our uh, revolutionaries and some of them who became political prisoners, you know, a very, very valuable asset to us because Absolutely. they uh, kept alive the spirit of resistance. Indeed. You know, one that uh, uh, a pet dog does not have. When a dog is beaten and, 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 and dehumanized at a certain point, he'll just put his tail between his leg and drop his head and won't do nothing. But no, we stand up straight, we stand up strong, you understand, with iron will and iron still will. determination. Speak truth to power, brother. To fight back, you know, to fight for our rights, to fight for justice, the love of justice, the love of self, you understand what I'm saying? And um, uh, our, our political prisoners, you understand, were great examples of this. And like I said, many of our brothers and sisters who changed their lives, history was a very, very important tool in changing their lives. Like Brother Malcolm said, of all areas of study, history is the best reward research because it shows you yes. what people did to get themselves together. So Absolutely. Um, it's very important this month to understand the importance of history. The enemy is showing, you know, they going, they have, they going through conventions. They have nervous breakdowns about history right now. So this, you know, sometimes we might have to teach our children outside of the classroom. You understand? Because, uh, like I said a few minutes ago, uh, some of our teachers now are becoming fearful that they'll lose their jobs because of the backlash from the enemy. So uh, we have to, uh, those of us who choose to uh, have other type of programs outside the school system, we have to put in our children's heads the idea, the importance of history. You know, um, even when you're outside the classroom, once you've been through education, you learn certain skills, such as the skill of research. You know, how to uh, uh, go through history and, and find out find out facts to to understand the difference between uh, fantasy and truth, for the reality of the reality and what is false in the myth. You know, the, 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 you know, this is one thing uh, when people become independent and have the research skills, they can do this. So we must put this in our children, you understand, to understand, you know, not to go for historical three-card molly, you understand, that the, that the enemy, you know, wants to inflict on us, you know. So, um, you know, take up this weapon, you understand, and use it full force, you know, to build and for us to maintain that high level of humanity such that Imam Jamil Alameen, formerly known as H. Rap Brown, talked about. When he said that America is, uh, uh, that, that racism and violence is American, American is cherry pie, 
you understand, that was a great blow to the system. But he said something else that is just as devastating to the system when he said anybody can, as Imam Jamil, he said anybody can fight, but everybody can will, win. He said the, the price of winning is high. The price of winning is to stay on the level of your Nazi al-Mutmaina, which is the highest level of our humanity. You know, so, so when we understand uh, the value of our humanity, the perfection of our humanity that our supposed to Allah put in us, you know, the, the uh, uh, Allah with his infinite wisdom created perfection in the human being. So we're operating at a higher level of our humanity, you know, then we can win. You know, when we, when we um, liberate ourselves and free ourselves from the prison of slavery to our loyal, lower, beastly desires. That is the American way. Americans are slaves to their lower desires. If you look at all statistics, you understand, of its destructive evils, America leads the world in all destructive criminality, all type of uh, sexual immorality, you understand, uh, uh, suicide, alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, all these type of things, you understand, because America, uh, to a great ex extent, lives on the level of its lower desires that compels toward evil, and the economic system of America is economic, the Nazi Alamara on the economic level, going around the world, perpetual wars to rape, rob, and pillage, you understand, to build the wealth, you know, uh, of a few blood-sucking blood capitalists, you understand, that they want us, us all to bow down and prostrate to. But no, we stand up, we stand up stand strong up. To, to the fullest of our humanity and fight back black power. Black power, absolutely. You know, once again, we are touching on very important um, topics, and we hope that people um, have these conversations amongst their family. Uh, please share with at least 10 people because as we expand this idea, then we'll get people to get involved. Uh, consider donating. As I said, you know, my hashtag, my my um, cash app is dollar sign Sifus and Kofa. You can send that money to me and I'll make sure I give you a receipt. Um, challenge me to do better in terms of, of what I'm doing towards political prisoners because uh, this is very important that this work be taken serious because when we really look at the political prisoner and the political prisoner being in that current situation, we know that if you did 30 or 40 years, when you finally come home, you know, there's only but so many years you have left because the uh, life expectancy period for people who are not incarcerated is, uh, what, 72 or, or something like that. And imagine you already did that many years and you're already in your 70s. So when you come home, you on, um, you got a few more years and those years should be spent with your family you know it's uh, very sad that people like Sundiata Akoli is being denied um, his release and people like um, Dr. Matula Shakur is being denied his release mm -hmm. um, you got uh, brother Kamal Siddiqui being denied his release and they're being denied their release not because of the, what the state is doing but because the lack of participation the lack of people seriously organizing to bring them home because we are taxpayers and we determine who can be released and who gets incarcerated. And let us not ever underestimate our power as a people. Because once we are organized, that power is expressed. And then, you know, the state is at our mercy. So we have to keep that in mind when we think and say, what is it that I can do? Or what is it that we can do? We have to be involved first. And once we start getting involved, then we learn from our mistakes and we only get better. 
when we first did this podcast, me and my brother, you know, it was it was rough. But we committed to it and we continue to do that every week because we understand that we are accountable. And that's what our comrade, our field marshal, Coltrane Shimmeranga taught us. You are accountable. And being that being said, unless you look at yourself and you say, I can relax a little bit more. Right. I have to challenge myself to do more work, but I'm not guilty about not doing no work because so many people examine what's happening and they'll just say, that's messed up. Use their profan- they'll say it in a profanity way, but that's the extent that they're going to. And we can't be like that because that doesn't resolve the problem. It continues to allow it to go on because people are not making the distinction between being active and being entertained. When you say that something is wrong and you just want to have a dialogue about it and you have no game plan around an action that should be taken, then you are continuing to allow it to happen and you are continuing to allow people such as yourself to suffer. So here on the NEPPC podcast, we say that we're not going to do that. We're going to get involved. You have seen us have an episode in Queensbridge. We intend to, to, we intend to continue to do things similar to that. Some things are not always on of view because of the time and the, uh, the time that we have to do it. But um, we are in tune with uh, local organizations that support us. I've been to Queensbridge. I gave a number of organizations the open letter that um, Sundiata Akoli had written to the community of Queensbridge. Uh, it's probably it's posted in a couple of lobbies. I hope it's continued to be there. Friday, I'm going to try to get out back out there and put post up some more. Just want to be consistent. I intend to do the same thing in uh, South Jamaica houses. Because uh, Kamal Siddiqui would frequent the area when he was part of the um, Black Panther Party uh, when they had the office on what was known at the time, New York Boulevard. We have to continue to let a community be educated about who their heroes are because these are national heroes and we have to continue to fight for them. So what's the call? Free them all. Free them all. Free Free them all. all. But uh, Go ahead, brother. Because I'm going to get the people know. Hitchhiking what Frank just said about our heroes. Honor our heroes. We must honor our heroes. The enemy will try to tell you that they are to be forgotten. Forget about them. They're criminals, you know. No, we say honor our heroes. Honor Kamal Siddiqui, who lived up to the principle of not snitching, who refused to uh, betray his comrade, you understand, Asana Shakur, you understand, when they told him that if he snitched on her and set her up, that he would not uh, uh, have to go to jail. So now he's doing a long prison term because he refused to betray his comrade. In the spirit of Matulu Shakur, a brother who I did a little bit of time with, this is a brother who will stand up against something uh, 100 feet tall, you understand, and, and defend himself. Uh, this is a brother, you understand, uh, who was an expert in uh, acupuncture, who uh, who cured drug addicts of of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of their addiction, you understand, who uh, had a program to stop the virus. The type of brother that young cats look up to, you know, young cats look up to tough guys. You know what I'm saying? To the brother, that's a bad so and so. They look up to cats like this, cats like George Jackson, who transformed his life. When he was in jail. These are the type of people that our young brothers in the street look up to. 
They don't look up to little wimpy cats like Barack Obama. You know, they don't look up to nobody like that. They would tell them to stop the violence. No, they'll, they'll look up to, to, to brothers and sisters like the brothers I'm talking about, our heroes. Honor our heroes. You know, former political prisoner Sekou Odinga, who would not leave his comrade behind. You understand? These examples, you understand? Principles that people lived up to. You know, honor. Mumia Abu Jamal, who uh, while in prison, you know, used scholarship and journalism, you understand, to uh, expose the system, you understand, through reading, you understand, through using the power of intellect, you know, you understand what I'm saying? These are examples for our youth, you know, to pick up on, you know. Um, so, yeah, we say, uh, you know, um, these are our, our stolen treasures, these are stolen lives, you know, and they owe us, you know, they deserve to be free. And like uh, Chairman Fred of the Black Panther Party said, wherever there's people, there's power. There's power in the people. So never feel that this enemy is so omnipotent that anything he wants to do, any whim that he has, he can get it off. You understand? And that they, they will never let our political prisoners free because they got this... Uh, uh, this uh, uh, godlike infallibility, this uh, you know uh, 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 omnipotence, you know, never feel like that. Political prisoners are revolutionaries. Those who fought back, you understand, they put that type of power in the people. You understand, and that type of power needs to be out here. That spirit needs to be out here with our people. You know, as today, as we have another white backlash. Led, you know, when 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 a little wimpy Barack Obama became president, there's a big white backlash. I think they sold uh, immediately. They sold about three million guns to white folks. You understand? And you know, we got more guns than that in the street, but we use them on each other. But uh, you know, you got this backlash right now. You understand? So we need this courage, you know, in our people. You know, so they won't bow down. And on the far other end of the scale. You know, those who become Uncle Tom's and Black Sambos and race traders. You know, uh, our political prisoners are the exact opposite of that. The great example of what we of what we got to be. Don't be no sellout. Never sell out. Never betray your people. Never be disloyal to your people. You know, never let a dollar or a meal or a hamburger, you understand, or a cookie, you understand, a, a, a little dog biscuit. You understand? Make you turn traitor against your own people. Stand up, you understand, with the honor that our political prisoners have. Honor your heroes, support them, you understand, and demand that they be free. Fight for them to be free. Black power. Black power. So you know how we do it? Let's hear words from our brother Killer Mike. Right on.
I'm having some problems showing Killer Mike speaking, but for those who haven't heard it, Killer Mike is talking about the importance of making a contribution to our political prisoners, our freedom fighters, of $10 a month. And he's talking about if enough of us did that, we can make an impact. So we'll end this episode until next week. Please continue to share. In spite, of political, in spite of technical dis difficulties, we still going to win. Right. What's the call? Free them all. What's the call? Free them all. What's the call? Free them all. See what happened. It didn't let me end it, but
buy something or their mama's house is looked after as a community. If we're going to ask people to bungee jump for us with no cord, be prepared to take care of them when they get a license. Be prepared to look after their family. I don't mind the work getting done, but let's take care of the workers. Let's stop asking more out of people that and we would do for ourselves. So what I'd like to see, my dream thing, is to see one million people from the culture dedicate $10 a month. That's $10 million a month, $120 million a year toward taking care of civil rights leaders who have worked on our behalf and are elderly now and don't have to take care of themselves, like Rosa Parks, who rent was paid by the owner of, of, of um, Little Caesar's Pizza. We should have had a fund to make sure that she never had to worry about that again in her life. We should have a fund that makes sure money makes it to Asada Shakur. And Matula Shakur has, 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 legal, has legal representation and food. And Leonard Pelcher, who has um, diabetes in jail, can get insulin and taken care of. And until we start doing it, $10 a month is about what you pay on a couple fast food restaurants. So if a million of us do that for the rest of our life, look at how well we'll be taking care of the people that we're asking to sacrifice on our